Hello there and welcome to Love and Light with Ignite, where you'll be listening to edifying teachings to boost your confidence in God's ability in you, for you, and through you. Let's start by praying. Lord, we thank you. All the glory to your name, Jesus. All the glory to your name, Jesus. All the glory to your name, Jesus. As we look into your word, our lives are changed, our lives are transformed. We are not just hearers of your word alone, but we are doers also. Because we know that your word causes a change from our insides and therefore we do all that you have instructed us by your word. All the glory to your name and once again, Father, we are here to listen with our hearts and receive with our spirits once again we are here all the glory to your name jesus in jesus name amen and so let's get right into it today might be very very brief we might not spend so much time in today's session but let's see how far we will go Okay, Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. We know that today's episode is what? Uh, Types and shadows. I think what we'll be doing now is um, we'll be sending you the topics topics beforehand. Uh, I think that would make much more sense. Instead of just, oh, what's going on? Like, what's really happening? So yes, we, we get better every week, every day. So Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1. Also, um, take notes, I will be using the NLT version of my Bible. Uh, I know many people prefer KJV, but you know, thou us is not really helping matters right now so we're going to stick with nlt for a while we most likely will put a poll on the um groups to know whether or not you prefer nlt kjv amplified and kjv so uh whichever one wins would be the official um version or the official translation to use during love and lights from now on But moving on anyways, moving on anyways, so Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2, from verse 1 to 2, if you're using KJV, it would sound different, but it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, Hebrews chapter 1 says, verse 1 says, long ago, long ago spoke many times, long ago God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets and now in these final days he has spoken to us through his son god promised everything to the son as an inheritance and through the son he created the universe and so what we are going to be paying attention to is god spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets well the writer of hebrews is not talking to you know us because we are the ones that received the gospel 
the book of hebrews right a few things to note about the book of hebrews number one the writer is not known in as much as there are many speculations on or there are many assumptions as to who the writer is the writer is actually not known um number two by what we well, by what we have seen in hebrews from chapter 1 to chapter 13 um, it's understood that he's talking to jews because of how he or she is talking to jews well it's majorly he because of the time that was written there weren't many female writers then but also although there are you know debates but i'm not going to go into all of that there's no need to bother yourself with all of that hebrews blesses you either way anyways so um so it was written to jews so when he says long ago god spoke many times in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets it's talking about the jews why is he talking about the jews because it was through the jews the children of israel as we call them it is through them that the prophecy of the messiah came remember what we looked at um we looked last week at the at filthy rags how that um, man cannot reach up to the righteous requirements of god and we basically discovered that by a confession a sort of confession that was made by a prophet in the old testament who was that prophet ezekiel if you know if you've not listened to episode five i advise you do it's really good stuff but you know so god spoke many times and many ways to the prophets or to their ancestors so a message was being conveyed to the children of israel and you know and this message was conveyed in various ways and various occurrences as we would look as we move on and this was done majorly through prophets and you know now in these final days he has spoken to us through his son talking about jesus he said god promised everything to the son as an inheritance and through the son he created the universe and so we see how the the the, the word is deity when we talk about deity i will use the word godhood of a of a personality right um and so message mess a message has been passed across from generation to generation in the past in different ways through particular people called prophets and finally the message has finally come to us through who his son that's jesus christ and if you've been following me you understand that this message is salvation and so you come to the realization that what salvation is something that has been portrayed or that has been spoken about since the old testament hallelujah because when we're talking about the prophets where can we see the words of the prophets we see the words of the prophets in the old testament you don't see the words of the prophets in the new testament unless it's being quoted from the old testament hallelujah and which brings us to the question on what exactly are types and shadows right what exactly are types and shadows but before we look at what exactly are 
types are shadows i want to further buttress the fact that um the idea of salvation is not something that is new in your bible right the idea of salvation by grace through faith is not actually a new testament idea it was actually something that was you know prophesied a long time ago through the prophets uh for instance or for example let's look at luke 24 44 to 47 look at what jesus says luke 24 44 to 47 we got a new setup and it makes me more free and expressive i could literally move around with this i'll try it later all right luke 24 44 to 47 don't forget we're using nlt for our text so luke 24 44 jesus has resurrected with his disciples you know eating broiled fish yes yet fish after resurrection that's pretty nice um then he said that's luke 24 44 he says then he said when I was with you before, I told you that I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Glory to God. So Jesus is telling them that he has told them before he died and he rose up that everything that was written about him in the in the law of Moses, the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Um Verse 45 goes on to tell us how then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said yes it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. And now we'll take a pause there. Now when you read verse 44 you see Jesus say things like you see Jesus saying he said that the things that were written about him should be fulfilled. And then when we now look at verse 46, he's now talking about how that the things that were written about the Messiah was that he was to suffer and to die and to rise up from the dead the third day. And so what we see here is how Jesus is referring to himself as the Messiah, the one whose salvation will come from. Amen. The one who's going to save the whole world. Verse 47, he says, it is, also, it is also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations. Beginning in Jerusalem, there is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. And so, further buttressing the fact that the salvation by grace through faith is not a New Testament idea. And so, from what Jesus is telling his disciples here, what he's basically saying is that when you take away the New Testament, you can recreate it if you look at the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Are you following? First uh, Peter, First Peter chapter 1. First Peter. First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1 from verse 10. It says, this before let, let, let's start from somewhere let's look at verse 3 let's start from verse 3 let's take our time to read the scripture so first peter chapter 1 verse from verse 3 nlt is a lot easier to read are we ready these are days where i wish i knew who was listening to me 
Alright. First Peter 1 verse 3 says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. Verse 4 says, And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. Don't worry, we'll reach a point where I will explain First Peter 1 4. It's packed. It says beyond the reach of change and decay. Verse 5 says, And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Verse 6 says, To be truly glad, there is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Verse 8 says, You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy verse 9 says the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls verse 10 says this salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you amen and so the prophets prophesied about a salvation they themselves wanted to know about right and so god's plan for salvation by grace through faith was being told through the prophets right since the old testament in as much as they did not understand it glory to god god was still telling that story and that is why we are looking at types and shadows now what exactly is types and shadows and that's where we will understand what exactly is going on right uh hebrews 10 when people explain types and shadows hebrews 10 is a form of definition of how you would express what types and shadows are now hebrews 10 1 says this the old system under the law of moses was only a shadow it says a dim preview of the good things to come not the good things themselves the sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again year after year but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship now this is what will define types and shadows are types and shadows would either be practices or occurrences that would depict what christ was going to come and do in salvation hallelujah can i say that again types and shadows can be defined as practices or occurrences that would depict what christ was going to come and do in salvation hallelujah 
and so we have types and shadows and then we have prophecies and so when we look at prophecies we are seeing you know the prophets talking about a salvation that was to come and so you look at ezekiel you look at isaiah you look at jonah you look at micah you even look at the books of moses themselves you would see bits and pieces of prophecies of one that was to come that was going to lead israel and many people thought that it was a political power but was actually talking about the messiah to come amen and it wasn't just by the words remember when we looked at hebrews 1 from verse 1 to 2 he says god in many ways had spoken to their ancestors and so there were different occurrences that would show that the messiah was coming and so now listen to this statement the old testament is the new testament concealed and the new testament is the old testament revealed amen what does that mean is the question right it means that in the old testament is the message of the new testament and in the new testament is the explanation of what is going on in the old testament hallelujah and so by the revelation of what jesus christ has come to come and do because the messiah himself has come and he has died we can finally understand fully well what is going on in the old testament hallelujah and so we'll, let's look at examples of what was going on in the old testament one simple example of types and shadows that is depicting what christ was going to come and do for our sins is the sacrifices that were made by the prophets amen there are many many occurrences but we're only going to focus on three today like i said today is supposed to be like really short the goal is to make you understand something very important god is good his salvation plan is amazing the sacrifices made by the prophets hebrews chapter 10 let's look at hebrews 10 again and we're going to do a long read this is why i prefer nlt because your tongue will not twist if you are reading nlt when you're reading kjv i've said like thou has like three times and all of that but oh well <sighs> hebrews 10 from verse 1 says says the old system under the law of moses was only a shadow this is something to look at right uh if you're using nlt it says a dim preview of the good things to come not the good things themselves so they were there to just show how it would be but it is not what it exactly is supposed to be itself glory to god and so when you now compare right the practice to what has actually come you'd realize that what has actually come is 10 times more than what was actually being practiced let's continue it says the sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again yeah after year but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship verse 2 if they could have provided perfect cleansing the sacrifices would have stopped he says if they could have 
provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshippers would have been purified once for all times and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. This is a very powerful statement in the sense that the reason why they kept sacrificing, you know, bulls and lambs was because there was no perfection in their sanctification. Which tells us something about what Christ came to do. He says they were, they were not purified once for all time. But let's continue. Verse 3 says, But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said to God, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings. But you have given me a body to offer. Verse 6 says, You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the scriptures. Verse 8 First Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they were required by the law of Moses. Verse 9 he says, though they were required by the law of Moses, and so all these while, those laws were given by Moses, right, by revelation, but those things in themselves were not enough. Inasmuch as people did it, it was not actually pleasing to God. Which, you know, takes you back to last week's episode. How that man does not meet up to the righteous requirement of God. Right? That in as much as they were even burning sacrifices to God, God was still not pleased with it. It had to take God himself to bring them up to that position. Let's continue. Verse 9 says, Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will for us is to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. And so the sacrifices of the blood of bulls and lambs were supposed to take away the sins of the people. Right? It was supposed to show what Christ was going to come and do. That he was going to come and he was going to die for the sins of the whole world by his blood was going to pay for the sins of the whole world by his blood um the way um let's put let me put it more into perspective for you um do we have time do we have time you go, all right uh let me check for it i think that's leviticus 19 leviticus Mm. Alright, if you read the book of Leviticus, you will see how the lambs themselves were sacrificed. So let me just give you, you know, a rundown on how on how it was. Basically, what happened is that the lamb is taken to a high place, right? And it is slaughtered in front of like a large crowd and a large audience, right? And the blood now trickles down to the altar and everything. Now, that's, you know, was the word that makes sense when you think about what christ came to do right everybody saw him he died he bled right 
and when he bled what happened all men forgiven hallelujah so yes that's our first example the sacrifices that were made by the priests sorry i meant priests not prophets i meant priests not prophets sacrifices made by the priest um let's look at an occurrence that happened and this one is something that jesus talked about john chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15 john 3 john chapter 3 do we have time john chapter 3 john 3 13 to 14 15 sorry john chapter 3 all right john chapter 3 from verse 13 it says no one has ever gone to heaven and returned debate for another day but the son of man has come down from heaven verse 14 says as moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness so the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life now that occurrence was in numbers 21 verse 7 to 9 numbers chapter 21 from verse 7 to verse 9 actually you're going to have to read the whole of um, numbers 21 we don't have that time anymore but what basically happens is the children of israel and in particular place and then they rebel and speak against god and what happens serpents are sent to them and you know people are being bitten and moses goes to god and god gives him an instruction on what to do that he should make a fiery serpent and place it on a hill that anybody that looks onto that hill will be saved right and so in that same type and in that same manner right anybody that looks onto who jesus on the cross and believes on his name will be saved right and will not just receive life remember anybody because people who looked at it were dying and in that same manner and even in a better way and in a better manner we look at jesus we believe in his sacrifice for us and we are given eternal life and cleansed of sin glory to god so jesus makes that statement and our last example would be um jonah jesus makes mention of what happened with jonah I, I i don't think many people actually expect that like oh jonah uh jonah and the big fish you know matthew chapter 12 matthew 12 matthew 12 35 matthew chapter 12 verse 35 matthew chapter 12 verse 35 says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart verse 36 and i tell you this you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you uh verse 38 says one day oh i made a mistake when i was reading this 
Alright, verse 13 says, One day some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove to prove your authority, right? To prove the authority that he is sent by God. Uh, to show that he, he is who he is. And verse 39, Jesus gives them a reply. He says, But Jesus replied, Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Now, the reason why Jesus does this is because of the type of people that came to meet him. Remember, verse 38 says, One day some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus. The teachers of religious law and Pharisees. These were people who were supposed to know what the scripture says about the Messiah that was coming. And now the Messiah has come and they and they could not see it remember when we read luke 24 44 to 47 when jesus told them about how in time past how that you know everything that was going to be written that was written about him was going to be fulfilled and so the reason why he is ca calling them or he's saying only an evil adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign is because they were supposed to know who jesus was already because they were the ones who had the scriptures they were the ones who had the prophets they were the ones that were supposed to be able to discern the times but when jesus came they did not know it was him hallelujah <laughs> and jesus says that the only sign that he will give to them is the sign of the prophet jonah Verse 40 says, For as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, so would the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And so we are seeing a comparison of the experience of Jonah with what was going to happen with Christ. Which brings me to say, many of us believe that Jonah was alive in the belly of the fish mm. and i'm not really here to debate that but just something to think about i don't know how somebody is going to be alive in the belly of the fish like that that would be more of a punishment than you know mercy because do you know what it means to be alive in something's stomach <laughs> glory to god uh, hallelujah so yes the same way Jonah was in the belly of that fish dead for three days and three nights uh, I think some people would want me to explain this one let's go to the book of Jonah Jonah chapter alright let's start from chapter 2 he's already in the fish Mm, it says then jonah prayed to the lord his god from inside the fish he said i cried out to the lord in my great trouble and he answered me i called you from the land of the dead and lord you heard me amen is that enough for us he says i called you from the land of the dead and lord you heard me verse 3 says you threw me in the ocean depths and sank down to the heart of the sea 
the mighty waters engulfed me i was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves then i said oh lord have you driven me from your presence yet i will look once more towards your holy temple i sank beneath the waves and the waters closed over me seaweed wrapped itself around my head i sank down to the very roots of the mountains i was imprisoned in the earth whose gates locked shut forever but you lord my god snatched me from the jaws of death as my life was slipping away i remembered the lord and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple those who worship false gods turn their backs on all god's mercies but i will offer sacrifices with you with songs of praise and i'll fulfill all my vows for my salvation comes from the lord alone then the lord ordered the fish to spit jonah out onto the beach and so even with the experience that jonah had because please and please there is no idea that the inside of the fish is dry glory to god <laughs> hallelujah amen it would only take a miracle that jonah was you know um to for jonah to have been alive in the fish glory to god and so he says this by verse 2 that he called the lord from the land of the dead which makes us to basically understand right that jonah was what dead for three days and you know by the power of god he was brought back to life hallelujah and so this is what we basically like these are three examples and there's a lot more that shows you know that shows types and shadows shows what christ was going to come and do when we look at the ark of noah when we look at noah's ark how that all the animals all the animals were to go into the ark and when the flood comes and sweeps all away that the animals and noah inside will be delivered and according to theology theology is basically the study of god right theologians are those who study god and so in the world of theology basically that is seen as a type and shadow in the sense that anybody that you know receives salvation will be saved from this current world hallelujah another example we look at is you know the children of israel when the spirit of when the angel of death was hovering in the land of egypt in in genesis hallelujah when the angel of death was hovering around egypt what were they asked to do they were asked to put the blood of a lamb on their lintel and anybody that had that blood on their lintel whether they were jews or not were going to be saved from death and so the sacrifice of christ does was saves saves us from what death and brings us into what eternal life with jesus and so there are much much more examples and occurrences in the old testament that shows us what christ was going to come and do and in conclusion this makes us understand a very amazing statement that paul the apostle makes and this is where we're going to close ephesians chapter 1 ephesians 1 ephesians 1 from ephesians chapter 1 
Ephesians chapter 1 Hallelujah Glory to God Glory to God Ephesians 1 From verse 3 We're going to read together We're going to read together Hallelujah Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 3 he says all praise to god the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with christ this is paul giving thanks to god for what jesus has done he says verse 4 he says even before he made the world God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And when you look at types and shadows, it makes sense. You understand it now. That, oh, the plan of God, that you are holy, that you are blameless without him, before him, was a plan that he had from the foundation of the world. Let's continue. Verse 5 says, God decided in advance said he had, he decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ this is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure your salvation by grace through faith was not a new idea it was the idea that God has had since the foundation of the world that God was going to make you holy and blameless before him. Remember, in filthy rags, last week, what did we see? That no matter what you did, man was not able to meet up with the righteous requirement of God. That was what the Lord came to reveal to men. That was what the Lord giving to the children of Israel revealed to the world that the law by the law is no man right righteous before god how much more the people who did not have the law glory to god we see what he did in the old testament we see his hand we see you know his moves we see his plan and because of what jesus now did we can now go back to the old testament and say okay so this is what was happening this is why it was happening he was showing us that is why you know the prophets were looking forward to it right the prophets did not understand oh why am i saying this thing what is this thing i look forward to saying this and i look forward to seeing how this was going to happen remember when you go to hebrews chapter 11 and he talks about faith and he talks about the patriarchs of faith that he talks about abraham he talks about sarah it hmm, talks about samson he talks about all these men says that they were looking forward to something that they were not able to see hallelujah these people were given the signs from the beginning and now that jesus christ has come and he has died now we see the signs and now that we see the signs we know the love of god we know how much he has put into it and that is why we will never 
deny people the gift of salvation because when we see the amount of investment that god has placed in a man we cannot but thank him and so it makes sense truly truly blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places why because it was his plan since the beginning hallelujah it was his plan since the beginning it was his plan since the very beginning and so we are taking we're not bringing a message that is new no we are bringing a message that was the plan of god for all mankind and so when you go for evangelism you meet a person and you told them how you doing bro how you doing sis i want to tell you about a message that has been there for a long time that you didn't know about do you know that this was god's plan for you for a very long time it's not something that they ought to deny because too much work has been placed on the life of man no wonder the angel says who is man that god is mindful of him because of how much god has put how much god has invested you know when you invest so much into something it means that that thing is valuable and so the value that god has placed on your soul the value that god has placed on the soul of another is too much to just let it go if types and shadows is going to teach you anything it will teach you that the value that has been placed on your soul because of how much has been invested in it how much the message has been portrayed since the foundation of the world when you look at that it should push you to evangelism glory to god types and shadows will push you to evangelism and to thanksgiving amen it will because now you see god fully you do know that the reason why we have the new testament and why we have the theology of the new testament revealed to the apostle is that they studied the old testament based on what jesus christ has done and they gave us what we have today amen salvation by grace through faith has been the plan of god and so when you go out and you tell people you are now going with the knowledge that this is something that has been there since the beginning and you ought to have it hallelujah glory to god can we just pray lord we thank you can we just thank the lord right now father we thank you for the joy of salvation for the investment you have placed on my soul for all that you have done that i may live forever for all that you have done that i may be blameless and holy before you in love for all that you have done so that i can be adopted into your family become co-heirs with your son father i thank you all the glory to your name jesus all the glory to your name jesus thank you father in jesus name amen mm-hmm.